Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Dever. And this is Charday. And this is Real Love with the Lees. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the first edition of Real Love with the Lees. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Deverick. Glad you guys could join in and welcome, we want to welcome you guys to our first episode of our podcast. So, first of all, we actually did it. Like, we are actually here. We are actually recording. We're going to try to get on a cadence, Jesus. After Praise the, your name. After all, after all the challenges, getting little man to sleep and, and getting it's, it underway. Listen, y'all. It's a struggle out here, okay? It's a struggle. But we're here, and we, we're going to try to do this thing, right? We're committing ourselves. So. I'm with it. We are going to start this first edition of this podcast with um i think we're gonna call it happy anniversary i don't know what we're gonna tag it yet but i'm thinking pretty much what has four years of marriage taught us throughout this time i mean we'll come up with a topic later on the actual title but i think that'll pretty much lay out exactly what we want to discuss on the first episode so cool so we are recording this a week early so our anniversary is actually this upcoming weekend and so I think we kind of just wanted to, I think it would be cool and interesting to kind of, for us to talk through what has the four years taught us. Um, and so I think we're going to try to break it down as much as possible. And I think first we need to talk about what has the four years taught you individually, like, like as your own individual, what has it taught you about yourself or personally what do you think babe well first off since this is our wedding anniversary if nobody's told you they love you i definitely love you (laughs) so (laughs) thank you so i want to say that and happy anniversary thanks happy anniversary so for me just what has marriage taught me um just the commitment of being in not just a relationship but as I mentioned to you before, you know, when we got married, um, you took on my last name as as Lee, but I believe that it also, um, I also took on a different family last name, still carrying the legacy of our family, um, but my Lee is separate than my parents Lee and my uncle's Lee and my cousin's Lee. Mm-hmm. We're our own Lee family. So I think holding that, being prideful of that, um, and holding that near and dear to heart um, is something that I kind of cherish within our own. Um, but for me, it's just being committed in and out day and night. Um, we have arguments. We have happy days. We have sad days. We have great days. Um, but through it all, um, just seeing that um, we're seeing it through every single day, making sure that we love each other um, and keeping that at the top. For me, I would say um, just the the commitment piece to me as well is something. And then also just to piggyback off of that a little bit is just like, when I say commitment, I'm not saying like 
not being out here in these streets doing whatever, whatever. Right. But but more so committing to choosing you every day. Like, right. what can I do um, to make this better? And, and so I think the commitment piece is a big piece to me as well. Like, committing to being a good wife and committing to being a good mom. But more so, I think as time goes on, I'm learning to make the commitment to myself as well. Because I know when I'm happy, everybody in the house is happy. Definitely. So I tell you um, that every morning. Yeah. So I definitely, it was something really hard for me to learn, but that's something that I'm trying to, I'm still learning and still trying to, trying to get a hold on. So with that, like, what do you see that you've lost yourself with in marriage? Or if you say you lost, but what has been different that, that maybe I don't think I more so like lost myself in marriage. The part where I really feel like I. I don't want to say lost myself, but you, I guess that's the only way you can kind of put it. But I feel like after having Preston is when I feel like I kind of really lost myself. Like right. I feel like you, your body, people don't tell you your body's going to be different. They don't tell you the commitment of what you have to sacrifice in order to make sure that your marriage is good while still being good parents. Um, it, it that that part was really tough for me to like get a hold on, so that was that was really tough for me. What about you? Uh, for me, I think the biggest thing for me is just, um, I think your relationships kind of change sometimes with your friends. Um, not always like in a negative way, mm-hmm. but I think that um, you you see that you start to grow in a different direction. And your f- friends will start to grow in that direction as well with you along the way. Once they start, as we know, a lot of our friends are starting now to have kids. Mm-hmm. They're getting married. Uh, but sometimes it's just like, hey, I can't go to Magic City and be out there all night. Right, right. <laughs> you know, I can have a great time. And um, your wife ain't going to mind. Right, right, Just being out there. Right, I can have a great time, but it's still in the back of my mind. I'm still thinking, okay. Even while I'm out there, I'm like, you know what? I still got to get home. I got my wife. I got my son. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's different, different things of perspective. You pay attention to that. You know, when you're young and you're in college, um, you really don't have anybody depending on you at home. Right, so right. it's like you just you just hanging out. You live. <laughs> you you just live your life. You know what I'm saying? But now it's like you know I'm out. I'm out there and I'm like, okay, I can't make this mistake or make this move or or go this way because. It ultimately affects all of us, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think the biggest thing is just making sure I'm committed to the family. Right. So I think the next thing we have to talk about, and I think we talked about it a little bit, but like what has it taught you about, what has the four years of being married so far, what has it taught you about being a better you or being a better spouse or that piece? Besides the commitment piece that you talked about, like what else is something that, you've learned about you about like so for me i i have i've had to teach myself my yes is yes and my no is no mm-hmm. and if i'm not doing it and if i don't want to do it i don't have to do it right um that that can go from girl i can't go to brunch this weekend because i'm tired right i've been i've been <laughs> working all week right i've been a good mom trying to be a good mom a good wife this week i'm tired right. i'm burnt Taking out on saturday i can't do it right now let's let's reschedule for next weekend right um, or it could be as simple as maybe Dev is a mover. He likes to go and plan do. and especially, do stuff every, here in Atlanta. 
single <laughs> weekend. Even if it's just getting out the house and I'm a homebody. And so sometimes that no has to be different. I, I can't go. Like, I'm tired. Like, I'm burnt out. Or there's some stuff I need to do around the house. And then that's up to him uh, as my spouse to understand I'm, I'm tired. And that may mean he needs to take Preston out for a little bit. Or they need to go do whatever they need to do. Because I just need a mental break. Um, especially with this quarantine going on, you a mama all day long, you a wife all day long and the people at work pulling at you. Um, so I think that that's something I had, I've had to kind of reiterate to myself and yes, and yes, my yes, meaning yes. And my no meaning no, don't mean I'm a bad person. Don't mean I'm mean or I'm neglecting anybody. It's just me having to put myself first. Right. I think for me, it's just, um, being more of a team player. And I always tell you, especially when we travel and go out of town, it's like, yo, if we're going to, uh, let's say, Miami, and we're having a great time, um, I always tell you, hey, I I got my main things that I want to do before this trip is over with. But with me doing that is somewhat being a little selfish to make sure I'm still making myself happy. Mm -hmm. Um, But in the midst of that, making sure that I allow some time to make you happy and what you want to do as well on a trip. Um, so I think a lot of times it's just more so of putting yourself, making sure you're not putting yourself always on a back burner, um, but sharing, sharing those opportunities to be able to enjoy every day. So I think that's kind of what I've, what I've kind of just to, just to get off topic a little bit. I will say before you got together, I didn't do the, and we talk about it, we call it the selfish thing. Right. I didn't do that at all because I think, and when I say that, let me explain what that means. Derek is really good and he and he will tell you quickly. He don't <laughs> mind being selfish. And, and that but I'm to not me, a selfish person, and he's I mean. not a selfish person, so let me explain in depth what that means. That to me is like the biggest thing that people, each individual should learn. Um, is the selfish thing. And so to me, that means this. That means if we're going on a family trip and everybody wants to do one thing, but you got your list of things that you want to do, that may mean, hey, y'all, go do what y'all got to do and I'll meet up with y'all later because there's some things that I don't want to miss out on. Even if y'all don't want to do it, I still want to do it. Whereas I've always been a person where I'm like, well, y'all, I want to do this. And then if everybody don't say they want to do it, then I'm like, I changed my whole plan of what I what I came down here to do or what I've traveled to right, do. Right. Um, and that's something else I've also had to learn of like, I don't have to, if we're going on a group trip, I don't have to be with the flock the whole time. Right. Like I ain't got to fly with the flock the whole time. Right. I can Especially I can, if you're staying in the same Airbnb exactly. or hotel or whatever. I can, I can leave them for a few minutes right. to go do the things that I wanted to do and we can always meet back up. For sure. But like those things are important because I think that that's something too that I, I guess I can speak for both of us when I say that selfishness is what keeps you as an individual in the right. relationship, exactly. but also brings the relationship closer together exactly. because there are things that, you know, sometimes I might not think of or want to do, but there are some things that I'm going to do just for the enjoyment of this is what Debra wants to do. And he said he wanted to do it. I'm going to let him have his selfish moment and I'm going to go do it. Well, with just, him. just to add to that, like I, I have a whole list before we go travel somewhere. Yes, like, Lord. <laughs> like, like I already got in my mind, like, okay, what's, What's the attractions here? What places is good to eat? 
And like I literally put a list together in my if it's not on paper or in an email, I literally put it in my head like, okay, this is what I want to accomplish before we leave. Right. And I could literally do those one, two, three things right. early in the morning if we wanted to, um, just to get them out the way. If it, if you know if I'm allowed to do so um, that the time allows, but uh, as long as I get my opportunity to do what I want to do in those situations. The whole day is yours. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah, whatever yeah. you want to do. Or we could do it in the middle of the day what I want to do. We could do it at the end of the day. But as long as I had the opportunity to satisfy myself and love myself during that time, um, I think it allows me to give my all to whatever you want to do and, right. and spoil you from there, you know. Right. So I that that's I just wanted to throw that out there that that's something that I did not do or at all. And I and I wasn't always like that, you know, I've I've been I've played the back burner of doing like you said what everybody wants to do in certain situations where we're traveling or whatever you know and you end up realizing like yeah we had a good time but I still didn't do anything I didn't do anything I wanted, I wanted to do yeah, yeah, yeah. so now you're yeah. like okay when am I, when am I going to plan to go here the next time right and like I'm a world traveler so like as soon as I hit one place I don't mind going back. But I'm not too much of a person that like to repeat where we're going. Like, let's find somewhere else new to go, and we can come back to this. But I don't want to feel like I got to go back because I missed out on what I wanted to do. Sacrificing your biggest thing, sacrificing yourself for other people's enjoyment, mm-hmm. and, and like just missing out on your own enjoyment is is huge. Like, so I just wanted to throw that little nugget out there of like that's something I'm still learning. Deverick has mastered it, baby. I don't think I don't think I mastered baby, it. Baby, let me just tell you, he will leave. He will leave his wife to be like, I done told you now, uh, girl. That I, I want to go do but, this now. But listen, do I not ask you what you your do? Bus? You do, but you want to know something though. The thing that's tough for me, and I have to. My, my other thing that I'm learning, y'all. Y'all hear me say a lot of stuff that I'm learning because I'm trying to. I'm never stop. I'm never trying to stop learning and, and you teaching always myself certain things. To learn. So the thing that I'm like trying to learn as well right now is making time for myself right and that can be make time to do my makeup stuff because people if you guys don't know i love makeup that's like my thing like that's that's something that i don't even have to try to do i'm just really good at it right um and and just trying to perfect that craft so even if it's making time for that or making time to be a better mama and sitting down with my baby and reading whatever it is just making time is something that i'm like struggling with working on right now but, like, when we go on trips, what's crazy to me is Derek will have a list of things he want to do. From restaurants <laughs> to adventures. But it ain't to, a surprise. I bring it, it up ain't to a surpri- before no, we no, get there. No, no, no. It's not a surprise. That's what I expect of him. Like, I expect that of him. The problem is, then he'll be like, so, babe, where your list at or what you want to do? I'm like, man, I ain't got no time to make no list. And the thing about it, it don't have to be a list. <laughs> but, like, if you came here just as excited as I, as I am, like, I want to know what you want to do, too. And that conversation is usually had... Way before we even yeah, make that is. trip, I'm like, it "What is. do you want to do? What do you? What's something you got to do?" And me, I'm and not the a big about adventure is, adventure person as mm-hmm. you sometimes. Like, I'm a I'm a risk taker. Don't get me wrong, but like, I'm a foodie. Like, if we go to a couple of good restaurants that I found, I'm happy. Like, right. happy. but another thing you left off about that too is like, yeah, I do have my must haves, but I have things that I have to do before I leave. Just in my mind, like. No if ands like mm-hmm. like you said. If I got to do it by myself, I'm gonna do it. But there's other things that I do have on my list that I'm like, I really want to do it. Like it'll make me super happy. But 
I'm not going to take that time from you on what you want to do or right, just right, spending right. time in certain right, situations. Right, right. So I have things that not only that I have to do, but things that are just like, I really want to do it. But if I don't get a chance to do it, I'll, I'll leave I'm that cool room to do it yeah, next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Cool. Okay. So just to get back on topic. So the next thing that we wanted to talk about was um, what has the four years taught you about being a better spouse? About being a better spouse, um, I think it's just um, being dependable for one, mm-hmm. um, holding true to my word. So if I say, "Hey, I'm gonna clean the clean our home for today," or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be, or hang these curtains, yeah. um, I want to make sure I hold true to that because if you're depending on me to do certain things, I don't want to just just not do it at all you know i want to be able to make sure i'm satisfying you um and staying true to my word um and i would just say patience more than anything um and sometimes also i'll say listening um because if you have a frustrating day whether it's at work or whether it's in your personal time um just being there to listen sometimes i've learned is like and you've told me this several times before is like when you're venting to me because when you used to venting to me when we first got married like I automatically in my head like had a solution to it like mm-hmm. but why, not, you don't, why you don't do this right or like <laughs> why is this or you should do that or whatever mm-hmm. and then sometimes in your frustration or your or whatever your case is like you don't always need a solution or for me to give that initial feedback on so right. um still learning with that communication as i'm sure everybody it still is but mm-hmm. um that's something that i would say that is what i've been learning what about you I hate to get spiritual real quick, but <laughs> oh, Lord. I try to keep in my mind. I heard Sarah Jakes, Sarah Roberts, Jakes Roberts say, um, and it's always stuck with me after I heard her say this. I have to let you be the head so that I can be the heart. Mm-hmm. I, I I think about that all the time because I think that that's super important. Of it keeps your house functioning. Like if you think about the brain and you think about um, the heart. Neither one can function in the body without the other. You know right. what I mean? The the heart pumps the blood to the brain, and the brain is telling the body what, what it needs to do. Right. So I have had to learn to let you be be, be the brain of the family and, and the mind of the family and, and the structure of how we run our household. Um, and sometimes that means just letting you take the lead. Like, baby, whatever. Like, I don't even have time to think about all of that. So you think about it. <laughs> Circle back with me. And we'll talk about it. Yeah, but, but I mean, like we always got to be in constant communication yes. of what yes, our yes, plans yes. are. Yes. You know, even if I have an idea of what's the best situation for us, and that can go from finances Definitely. to to uh, honey for a home to whatever holidays, the case. Holidays, been holidays with Preston yeah, coming Preston. up with that's our son's name. If people don't know us, right. Preston is our little boy, so you'll hear us throw his name out a lot. Um, if it's something that's going on with him, with daycare, anything like that, mm-hmm. those are things that we definitely talk about. So it's not a one way street. Opportunities, yeah. you know, it, yeah. it, it could be a situation where it's like a no brainer of like, yeah, I'm going to take that or whatever the case may be, but it's still, we still need to give each other the blessing. I'm saying, okay, this was, this was make sense for both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, you may see, some, you may see something, you may think, okay, that's a, great opportunity whatever the case may be is um but me looking on the outside in or or you looking on the outside like you might see some of those blind spots to be able to help 
each other figure out like if that's really the best decision for us right so i'll say that that's one thing that that i've learned is is to let you be the head so that i can be the uh heart and then i would say the other thing is and this is i don't know if i've ever told you this but to just let you dream Mm -hmm. um dev is a dreamer um and not to say that I'm not, but um, he has an entrepreneur mindset, whereas I have a, what would you say, corporate mindset. Um, I think more strategically, like, mm-hmm. hey, what are we going to do? What's plan A, B, C, D, E, F, G? And Dev is like, okay, yeah, we can have a plan A and B, but the what we talking about long term. And I'm like, right. uh. Right, um, but it doesn't, it doesn't eliminate your... I don't think you realize it doesn't eliminate with that corporate mindset. It doesn't eliminate you from being a great entrepreneur. Right. Um, I think I look at you a lot of times in um, the job that you're in or whatever opportunities you're working in. And I say, hey, you're giving, I'm seeing you giving 110% of this. Um, if you only put that into what is your dream or your vision. Right. It's no telling how far that would go. But I, I but, and you just brought up my point. My point is like, he is the constant reminder to me and I have to be the constant reminder to him of this ain't, this ain't what we trying to do forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. For but, sure. but when I say dream, I mean, and I'm speaking to like women or men who are entrepreneurs who have spouses like me, who are not like, I, I, I'm not a natural born entrepreneur. Like I didn't, I didn't come out of high school saying I'm my own this, 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 and this. You know what I mean? Derek, when we first met each other, he was talking to me about what he was going to own and what he was going to do and plan A, plan B, plan C. Meanwhile, I'm like, man, I'm just trying to get out of school and get into this corporate America. Right. Like, and the crazy thing, crazy thing is like, that has switched for me now because of you. Right. But, um, my point is don't be so, don't be so close minded. Um, that if your spouse is a big dreamer, that you are always one to say, but no, we can't talk about that right now. Like, we right. need to talk about where we at right now. Right. No, go drive. Like, we all the time go drive and look at big houses and where the rich people stay in in Atlanta and what businesses. We send each other stuff throughout the day all the time of like, look at this couple. They went from. Living in their car to now they're billionaires right. with their business. But like, I, like, like I was saying, like, like the crazy thing is, like, I've always been a dreamer since I can remember. I mean, mm-hmm. when I say remember, I'm saying like five, six years old. Right. I remember saying, hey, to my parents, I'm going to be a businessman, whatever. I didn't know what it meant um, in full, you know, as, as I would think it would mean mm-hmm. today. Um, but I think for me, like, I think what kind of confirmed it is like, when I was in high school and even as I went through college and I started throwing parties, making money, I'm bringing in money that you would make. I made in one night that you were making two weeks with a real job. Yeah. Um, the only problem is it's not always consistent, mm-hmm. but when you see that money flow and it confirms how much effort you put in and what you got back, it's almost like gambling. It's like, yo, I got that feeling of like, I could do this if I put this much effort in. This is what I'm going to get back in return. Um, and you kind of don't lose that passion to keep going for it. And, and it's not always even about the money. It's more so for me, it's about the legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I always say to you too is like now we have a son it's like when he gets into grade school like I want to be in a position where I don't have to put in time off to mm-hmm. be able to go on a field trip with him or give a note make memories yeah like for yeah. me I want to be a boss by that time and be able to own my own and say hey I'm not going to be in today I'm going on a field trip with my son <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying but I do understand being an entrepreneur like I said it takes a it's not just a eight to five, like it's an all day, all week, you know, position. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's something I do look forward to. Yeah. But so those are the, um, those are, the, I would say off the top of my head right now that I can think of is like the two things that have taught me to be, oh, one more thing about that has taught me to be a better spouse. I would say one was let you be the head so that I can be the heart. And then two, allow allow your spouse to dream and, and, and be their accountability partner. You know what I mean? If they ain't talking about their dreams, right. hey, where we at on right. this? Oh, Let's yeah. talk be, about this. You be drill sergeant. What you doing? You be drill sergeant Lee. Oh, yes. Real quick. Um, I'm going to need you not to forget what the long-term goal is, homie. <laughs> like, we ain't trying to do this corporate thing forever. Right. So, be, making sure that they're account. And it ain't so much like we joking, like drilling. But it's like... Like no, like it's don't forget. Yeah, like don't forget what we what we work. I do the same on. with you. You, you know, know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, when yeah. When you're doing your makeup and and you have those things, you you know, I've, I've sat with you and said, okay, where we at on this? Or, yeah, yeah. Or what you know? What bookings have you taken this week or whatever the case may be? Right. But, um, so I definitely say that, that being an accountability partner. Um, and the last thing that I would say is, oh, that I've learned. I had lost my train of thought for a second. Um, the last thing I would say is definitely I've learned that if I work on myself, that makes you a better spouse. For sure. So if, I, if, if, if I'm upset because Derek ain't doing something, then I need to be praying to God, Lord, you, you need to reveal in me and make me better. Because automatically, when I, whatever I'm doing... If you see a change in me and you see me working on myself, right. you're going to automatically, I'm going to start seeing changes. But that's where we, that's where I always tell you too, is like, that's even the mood changer. Like I've realized like before, like, especially even with, with Preston, like, you know, when we were, when the world was normal, you know, we, <laughs> <laughs> we were going in the Pre-COVID, office. Yeah, yeah. We were going in the office. You know, I realized like, you know, there's been some frustrating days and, I realize when he sees us, like, he's lit up and he's excited. Mm-hmm. And if I'm showing that same amount of energy when I get home, he's going to be having a great day. Mm-hmm. It's going to rub off on you. Even if you had a frustrating day, it's going to have a great day. But if I come in and I'm frustrated and I'm not showing the same energy that he expects or you expect mm-hmm. from me, it's going to rub off on our family. Right. And even now, um, you know, with him being home with us throughout the day while we're working from home, it's the same thing. You know, yeah. when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, okay, let me go on my walk or let me go on my run because if I wake up with a terrible spirit and mm-hmm. I'm not in a good mood, you know, it's going to be a rough day. Yeah. Um, but if I wake up and I'm like, hey, good morning. What's going on, everybody? Hey, yeah. Preston, good morning. Right. He's excited. You excited. And like I said, I think both of us rub off of each other on that and it rubs off into our son as well. Right. So I guess that's a good sick way to talk about lastly of like um, with Preston being like our only child. He, he's the only one we got, Lord. Thank mm-hmm. you, Father God. Don't <laughs> don't bring that spirit of babies over here on me. Okay? Not right now. right now. 
Not um, right now. Soon, he is not mm, right now. I don't know about soon now. <laughs> um, <laughs> with him being our only son, our only child, what has parenting taught you? Like, in these four years of us being married, he's about to be three. Oh, my God. Can't yeah. believe His that. Coming three year old. His birthday coming and up. And he remind you every day, <laughs> Mama, my birthday coming up. <laughs> uh, what has parenting taught you? What I, have you learned? Um, It kind of brings back a perspective to me how good of a job my parents have done with me. And mm-hmm. I'm sure you feel the same way about yeah. you, your parents. Um, because you realize, you know, when you grow up, you look at your parents, especially when you're young, you like, they don't make no mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, you think they know everything or how to handle every situation. And then when you realize when you're in parenthood yourself with your child, like, I mean, I hate to cuss on him, but you really don't know shit. You don't know a <laughs> damn thing. You, know? you, you really don't know. You, you really don't know, know what, uh, sometimes how to handle certain situations. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just to bring back a funny story, like when our son, you remember when he, when he was like an infant and we just couldn't figure out why he didn't want to go, why he couldn't go to sleep. Like we was burping oh, him, yeah. all that. <laughs> and, uh, come to find out, like we did everything and like we sitting up with we him We thought all he night. was teething. We tried teething rings and it was, it was at least 20 minutes of like, okay, give me a teething <laughs> ring. Okay. <laughs> Let's change him. Okay, let's like he's let's dry now. Him. He's dry now. Okay, like, he's dry. Like, what's wrong with him? Right. Why he howling? What right. is he crying for? Twenty minutes back and forth of like trying everything. Right. Come to find out, he just hung. Homeboy was hungry again, and we had just <laughs> fed him like at least like an hour he was ago. Just so it wasn't time to eat, but we just laugh about that now because yeah. it's like that's it's a realization you just of learn. like, and now it's great that he's old enough where he's talking and you know he's able to tell us like. He don't want this, or he do want this, or what he mm-hmm. want, or what's you know how he's feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's great right now. But right. Um, like I said, I think for me, just learning in parenthood is like understanding, like, hey, you are gonna make mistakes, but the biggest thing is being involved every day, mm-hmm. um, showing the love and attention and affection every day. Um, I think, I mean, I don't know how it's gonna be as he get older. I'm sure we're still gonna show that. Um, you know, excitement and, and boasting his head up like we do now. Ooh, but yes. definitely but definitely right now, like pressing don't go a day without us saying like we proud of you, like mm-hmm. we love you. Mm-hmm. Um man, wow, you did this or like really showing that energy and excitement for him mm-hmm. throughout the day. So I think the main thing for us parenting for me is just looking back into my childhood and doing everything that my parents did for me um, and not losing sight of that, but also just trying to put myself back into the mindset because of like what I would have wanted at that age. And mm. of course, he's only two, right, right, right. but you know, there's certain things like he's excited about action figures and stuff like that. Uh, I think putting myself in that mindset of like, okay, if I go run out and get some groceries today, maybe if I surprise him with some ice cream or a toy, mm-hmm. he's going to be super excited, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and showing that balance of not really spoiling him too much, but also showing him uh, when you do good throughout the day, there is rewards that you get from that. Yeah. About you, I would um, I would say, like I mentioned earlier, um, earlier in the podcast, that that being a mom, man, mm-hmm. whew, 
it changed. It completely changed my life. Like not even for like in a bad way. It's just a change that you're not really prepared for. Um, and so just to see his growth, just to see his personality, um, to see how loving he and is. And I hate the most, but he's super smart. And oh, man. And I, I give that credit to you and really your mom in a lot of situations with that, especially with your mom being education. But, um, you know, just staying on top of them. You know, we, my mom and my dad and your dad, like, they always ask us, like, hey, is he, is he potty trained? Or, hey, is he, what does he learn today? They're mm-hmm. testing him on. They're quizzing him whether he know it or not mm-hmm. on the FaceTime or yeah. when they see him in person. So right. I think it reiterates to him about like being excited about what he's already learned and what he's showing them. Mm-hmm. He's a big person that loves to like show out and do show and tell. Yeah. He do- loves to he loves to sing. He loves sing. to t- to show you what he's learned. Exactly. Um but those things are like mind blowing to me, like to to think about Hey girl, you remember you was you was struggling. <laughs> you was really struggling. And then to be where he is now of like, hey mama, I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. Hey mama, you did such a good job today. Right, right. Like talking to and me randomly, like I'm talking to him. It's not like it's not like anybody pushing to say it's hey, just mama, on his mind. I love you. Right. Like those kind of things, just right. to show his personality. I know those are things that we speak into him, but Well the biggest I, thing, and that cut you off, but the biggest thing too is like the biggest thing for me that made me proud, and I'm like, he's, I think he was maybe just two at the time mm-hmm. when he was in daycare. Um, the last incident that I remember is one of the kids got pushed by another child. And um, the teacher had told us, you know, the situation or the story that happened. But anyway, when I picked him up um, and the kid that got pushed by um, another child, was a girl that got pushed by a boy and Preston went over and told the teacher like hey she's hurt I don't know how the word she mm-hmm. basically used cause he's two right, right, right. Um, but he pretty much went over and told the other child like that's not nice yeah don't like, do that don't it's do not that nice. yeah. you know I don't know if there was any other interaction after that right um, but the fact that the teacher could tell you that she saw right. that character so it him, was like that character trait it was kinda amazing to me of like what we exemplify at home for him um, is what he's reciprocating back into the school and back into his world. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so that's major to me. Um, but also something that I've had to like teach myself is I ain't got to be a perfect mom. Mm-hmm. I just got to be a good mom. Right. Um, because you get so caught up in everything got to be done at a certain time, at a certain way, at a certain and and people stress to you like when you have a kid that you need to put them on a schedule and they need to follow the schedule and you need to and right. so you get so caught up in what people are telling you about how to raise your child that it is draining yeah people, and the thing and, too and is like people, you get you get a lot of older folks that tell you how they used to raise yes, a child to do, but you gotta understand like it's totally different different Lord, generation I can't tell you how many times people say you need to be doing this <laughs> and you need to be doing that why well, he like, don't know this I'm like child you listen know? I yeah. can't do what you telling me to do on top of what I'm trying to instill in him too now right. like there's two different and I think you have to just tell yourself like it ain't no book to parenting it ain't no just one way to doing it there's like like old folks say there's plenty ways to skin a cat mm-hmm. and he gonna be if I instill in him the things that we want him to have. Like I want him to have amazing character. I want him to when he walk into a room, 
I want people to be like, there's something special about that boy. Right. Like they should say about all little black children. Mm. You know what I mean? That's important to me. It's important for me for, for him at two, when he walk into a room, he say, hey, everybody. Right. That's him all day, every day. Hello. Right. Hey, how y'all doing? Right. And then, he and not he to too saying, folks, how not, you doing? And not to mention, like, even like us going out today, like he see us speaking to folks and he's repeating what we said mm -hmm. to them saying, hey, how you doing? But it shows like, that character in him. Um, but another thing I wanted to add to that too with him is like biggest thing I try to stress. And I, and like I said, he's only, he's only two about to be three, but, um, exposure is very important mm -hmm. for me with him. Um, is, um, you guys may not know, but like I'm a military brat. So I grew up in Germany all over, you know, and the last stop was Kansas. And, um, I think that kind of molded me to who I am today. Um, being able to interact with different cultures, different people, being able to adjust in new environments that mm -hmm. I'm not usually accustomed to. Um, and I think in a situation like, yeah, he's been born and raised so far in the Atlanta metro area. Um, but we try to expose him by taking him to games, by letting him travel with us. You know, mm -hmm. if you look at our Instagram, Facebook, wherever case may be, you might be like, man, a little joker done been everywhere. You it's know. a lot of people that say he done traveled and been to more games than they have. Right. And, and, I, life. and yeah. I understand yeah. that, you know, you get some people that may say, like, he ain't going to remember it. Like, why are you mm -hmm. doing all of this? And my thing is, like, yeah, he may not remember it, but he's going to see the pictures. He's going to. And the thing is, like, you might not remember that exact moment. But a lot of times, like they say, you remember how it made you feel in certain situations. Mm -hmm. So, or even, even how it'll make you feel when you look back at it. Right. Like, like, and then you see, you, know what I mean? you get the thing about it too, is like, you remember the excitement. Or like you said, you look back at the pictures and you say, Oh wow. I went there. Like my son got an autograph, uh, by Congressman John Lewis, who just passed away this year. Mm -hmm. And like me being me, putting myself to the side of saying, no, I don't really want him to acknowledge me, even though I was amazed at who he was and what he's accomplished in right, life right, as a right, historical right. figure. Um, it was just more that I was looking more in the future and like, yeah, we're going to have more kids, but, or another child, <laughs> but, but me oh. looking at right now with Preston, like I want him to have something, a piece of history that he can be proud of and say, that's going to keep me motivated throughout life and inspire me along the way. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, like I said, with the passing of John Lewis, um, it kind of brought it full circle of like, yeah, he don't know who he is right now, but when they talk about him in the history books and they pass these laws for him and this, Name these that, highways, these highways, streets, and they yeah. talk about Martin Luther King, that's something he can say. My dad met this man, and I actually got an autograph from him that he wrote my name out. Yeah, he yeah, spelled yeah. it exactly the way my name yeah, is yeah, yeah. for me. Um, so I try to just bring exposure to him even at an early age, but, um, definitely as he continue to grow, like I don't plan to stop that train, of, um, allow him to grow and grow and, you know, things. get different opportunities. Um, but yeah. And then the other thing that I'll say, and my mom is, is a big advocate on, on, on what your, how your child acts out is, is, is what they've learned at home. And so I'm a big advocate on. No, nah, you're not going to do certain things and you ain't going to say certain things. And right. just because you saw Johnny at school, right, standing on top of the table, right, yelling, <laughs> right, 
You better, you better, when you speak to your, you know how your mom used to speak to her teeth, you better not, you right. better. Right. Like, those are certain things that, like, my mom did to me that, like, I see myself do now that I be like, okay, I understand why she had to get ugly with me Definitely. sometimes. Because mm-hmm. that, that, that's his way of understanding that that's not okay. Right. Um, so that's huge to me. And then I'll say the last thing um, that my mom, like, because my mom sat down before I had my baby and was like, your life about to change. Mm-hmm. And there's some things that you're going to have to sacrifice and do. And one of those things that she told me was my time. Right. You know, your time as a parent is, is, is tremendously shortened when you go from just a single person to being married to mm-hmm. being a parent. Right. Your time, your free time is shortened. Right. And, but you still have to make time for yourself. But I will say as a, the, the parenting piece, when I say make time for your child parenting, that could be take five minutes to read a book. Mm-hmm. That could be take five minutes to roll the truck across the floor. Right. Like right. sitting in the floor just to play with him or just to talk to him. Asking him, hey, have you had a good day today? Right. What's been going on? What daddy do today? Right. Um, just those conversations that I have with him. I talk to him a lot. I talk to him like he is probably five. And that's the way you should. Um, just because I want him to be able to communicate that way. Right. So that's important to me. But also to me, and we do, I think we both do a great job of doing this, of like, because this was one thing that we talked about before having him is setting dates. And that, that date means you going with daddy on a, it's guys' day. Oh, yeah, day. for sure. Guys' day and might mean. And it used to be before this whole, you know, the world wasn't as what it is now. Right. Um, I used to pride myself on trying to take him out, I believe it was on Sundays. Yeah. Because um, one, it was to spend time with him, but. You know, I always say like, "Hey, I'm his dad, and I'm gonna always do. Um, I'm gonna always do the best of my ability to support him and and be a great parent for him." But as a mom, that's just a totally different role that I know that holds a lot more weight into the day to day with mm-hmm. him every day. Um, so what I mean by that is, I know you're tired, so. Even if I am exhausted or I'm tired, I'm like, hey, I'm giving you a break today mm-hmm. and we're going to have fun. But as I did that with them, I enjoyed the activities we would do, whether it's going to the park or right. going. And it was just y'all. Yeah. It, that means me staying at home and it just literally being the guy. Right. You know and what us I mean? hanging out. And, and I used to always tell you, it was like, he don't act the same way he do with me when he's with oh, you. Oh, when we together and separate, when, completely different. When he's, he's with so me different. and if it's just me and we're going to hang out. I mean, you would swear this child was four or five years old because he's just sitting there, yeah, you know, just chilling and yeah. being being mature. Um, so, like I said, I started to enjoy those things. And even now, like, I try to find times that I can take him away from you and we can enjoy yeah. um, and let you have your space. And, and I know you do the same thing, too. But um, I think that that's, imp- that's so important. important. I right. think that's so important for so, him to have time with just you. And you have, he got your full attention and y'all doing whatever y'all doing. And same thing for me. I, I take him out. We might go get ice cream. For sure. We might go, since quarantine, we, our new thing is we sit in the back of the truck and we eat ice cream. Right, That's our right. thing. Cause we can't, you can't really go inside if they don't have like a little outside area. Right. Um, so our thing is I pull out a blanket. Mm-hmm. And we sit in the back of the truck and we eat ice cream and right. we talk and I ask him, is the ice cream good? And what flavor is your ice cream? And right. we literally talk the whole time. Right. Um, 
from singing nursery rhymes and from the time we get in the car to the time we get there. Just, just anything that I can do to like make sure that he's having a good time. Because normally when he walks in the door from you, I say, Preston, did you have a good time? Ooh, mama, I had such a right. good time. Yeah, he'd be excited. Um, he's normally really excited. So just that, that taking whatever I can do to take time with him. And then so. what do you, what's your outlook on how do you separate the time of marriage and being a parent? Like, how do you separate that time? And what do you, what is your expectation and your priorities with that? I think that that can be really tough, especially depending on how close your family is. Like, we pride ourselves on being a close-knit family. Like, that's something that's important to us because that's how close our families are. Mm-hmm. Separately and individually, mm-hmm. um, separately and together, I mean. Right. Um, and so, a, a lot of times, we're doing things together. Right. Like, we might go to the College Hall of Fame together or... Day in the park together. The aquarium. The aquarium together. Right. Um, so we do a lot of things, especially on the weekends, we do a lot of things together. Sure. Um, but I think to me, what I've tried to do and what I'm still striving to do is, is that means because it's been a crazy week and we had no time together, that means I need to be pressing the bed a little earlier tonight. Right. So that we can stay up together and watch a movie. Or that yeah. means... Hey, we might need to go to Huntsville or wherever our parents are for the weekend right. so that they'll watch him while we go do whatever we need to do. Right. Um, and that may also just be like we're doing right now. Right. <laughs> Hooking up, talking during the podcast, because we're talking before the podcast. We're talking after the podcast. Right. We have a hookah at home. We That might mean we smoke <laughs> our hookah right. and us have a drink together and talk about right. what's on your mind, what's been going on. Just our normal check-in with each other. You right. know what I and mean? And I think with me, too, is one reason I was excited about starting this podcast. I love listening to them, but um, I think whether you know it or not, uh, spending time sometimes making that time away is hard because it's really just us up here. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have like our parents here to be able to just drop them off and and watch them for us to go out on date night. Right. Um, so I think sometimes even just get in the car and say, hey, you want to ride downtown? Yeah. A lot yeah. of times my mindset is like, yeah, we done seen downtown a lot or these different areas in Atlanta. Um, but we know that, okay, when we we ride out, nine times out of ten, homeboys going to be asleep. <laughs> Straight <laughs> So out. I think we build a lot of great conversations, just genuine conversations that just come up that's organic that, we're able to discuss different topics and it just starts to flow, you know, as, mm-hmm. as we're conversating. And that's one time, that's a moment that I feel like we spend time together too, as well. Um, you know, without having to, without having to be able to make the opportunity to like have a date night per se. And um, that also means too, sometimes if your child has a strategic nap time, like I know what time person going to fall asleep. Right. I know he is a car child. So mm-hmm. that means as soon as that air hit him, Jesus, <laughs> he is going to be knocked out. Right. And I mean in a deep sleep. Right. Um, And so that might mean, hey, we need to go ride. Let's go ride because he's right. going to probably fall asleep. Let's go ride downtown. Right. You know what I mean? Let's go get some ice cream or let's go get cookie or whatever. We we might be on a health kick that week. <laughs> might be. Might be. Okay. <laughs> Strong. <laughs> you called it might be. <laughs> so we might go get a smoothie or, you know what I mean? It, it just means... 
just taking the time to do that. Yeah. So and even like and at it's home, tough. yeah, even at home, we try to have our own movie nights. And, yeah, and like you said, we had a hookah. But that movie night might start with a kid movie for sure. Cause he up, you right. know what I mean. It right. might start with we got to watch Lion King, right. Jesus. <laughs> it might start that way. They look keep be good though. And they once you, me some once good you start looking back on, on some Disney movies, Plus, like Aladdin, stuff. like if you now have that not movie seen, was pretty good. If you ain't now. seen the new Aladdin with Will Smith. That movie was. It was pretty good. Like I probably watch it again. It was good. Um. And so, <laughs> and Preston enjoyed that one. Yeah. So, um, the movie night might mean we movie night includes. And him I try to pick the movie it. nights like if it is with him. Like I try to avoid like the cartoon movies. Like, yeah. Like if it's just a good family friendly movie, right, like right. it has some realness to it. Right. Like if he's gonna enjoy it, I know, and we're gonna be able to pay attention to it. Like okay, all right, it's dope. And sometimes too, and you're good. You this was Derek's rule. And sometimes too, movie night means no phones. Yeah, for sure. Movie nights means we are giving each other our attention, or it means we are giving him Preston our attention, and that means. And that's no why phones. I love the. And that's why I love the movie theater so much. You know, we that was like our traditional yes, weekend that's our date go-to. night. Um, but like you know, you know, in there, like yo, there's no phones in there. Like we just gonna strictly enjoy this movie together. You know, we're going to be able to talk about it afterwards, whatever the case may be. Right. Um, but a lot of times when you bring in phones in certain situations like that, it's not that you can't have them or, you know, whatever the case may be, because we're going to have our phones by emergencies, whatever. But mm-hmm. um, it just brings somewhat of distraction t- sometimes when you're just spending time with just your family, you know. Yeah. Okay. So I think I have one last like wrench question to throw in since it's our anniversary episode. Okay. Before we wrap up, what's what 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 is the one thing that uh, you've built our foundation, or what's the one thing? I'm trying to see if you're going to answer this correctly, sir. Correctly. So um, just There's make only sure one answer. it ain't but one answer. Okay. okay. I'm interested. <laughs> what is the one thing that we've said uh, we've built our foundation of our relationship on? And then once you say what your answer is, then I want you to elaborate, sir. God. No, nigga. No, wrong answer. I'm joking. That's the right answer. God first. And then what's the second thing? You tell me. That we tell normally tell like when we tell people like your relationship needs to be built on what? Okay. Yeah. I mean, God is still gonna be number one. That is definitely number one. (laughs) But what you're hinting at is friendship. Um I think that's probably the most important thing in in any relationship especially getting married um because do you I, think that that's the one piece that's kept us um not really afloat because we didn't really have anything that's like made us get right. to a breaking point or anything like that right but of course we've had our arguments or we've had our disagreements but I, think, I think too is like it helps us because when our parents see us um or any family members really see us they they don't want to see just you or just me or just press like well they could just see just yeah press. they could just see <laughs> but, but you know they don't want to see us really apart so I think it's been a lot of times if you really look back from not only just being married but like us being together dating mm-hmm. um, there hasn't really been a lot of things that we haven't done together especially um, anything that's major yeah. um, and I think without a friendship in those situations even though you can love each other, I think you can be frustrated about not having your alone time or not having, um, mm-hmm. you know, not having that time 
to hang out with your boys and right, you know right. we still try to make those times to we still out. do girls trips. Yeah, we still kick for sure. with, You still kick it with the guys or go play yeah, the game. Like for that, sure. That you still got to maintain that um, relationships outside of marriage. Um, but I think the most important thing, like I said, is like the friendship just keeps you afloat for us, enjoying each other, spending time every day. Um, and then on top of that, like I think if anything exciting happens to me um, at work, you know, outside of us being around each other. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Even if it's the NBA, something big doesn't happen. It's like, yo, first person I'm thinking of who I want to tell is Charlotte. Yeah. So it's like I'm gonna go ahead and let her know like this happened, or did you see what LeBron did? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, certain things like that. Um, but if we was just there was no friendship involved, it was just strictly us in love, and you That's know, it. It, it would feel like a business. And right. I think um, we well, kind of eliminate that with the friendship. But and I think too, and the reason why I wanted to talk about this just a little bit, and I thought about it as we were talking, was because I I sincerely, after everything that we've said, I think that our our commitment to each other and the first thing that we came out of our mouths when we first started dating was like, we got to be friends. Like mm-hmm. we we got to build this on our friendship. Because I truly and honestly believe that's what killed that. That's the glue for me. Like mm-hmm. that's the glue. Yes, I love you. Yes, we can talk and joke and laugh and kick it. I can be your homeboy. I can be your girlfriend. I can be your wife. I can be all those things to you. But at the end of the day, I can't be none of those things until I'm your friend. Right. Like I can't be none of those things to you. And I honestly think, even if times and I, I honestly think. You know, we'll continue to grow and our relationship will continue to grow. Right. But I think the foundation for that to me is um, I can't lose my friend. Like, right. no matter what, this little conversation is real small. Right. It's real petty. Because let me let y'all know, Mr. Lee is very petty, <laughs> baby. Don't let him think y'all he ain't got that streak in him, I honey. Because that, that one... He got it. Okay. <laughs> it can but be petty too. Yes, sir. I got it in me. I can bring it back real quick. <laughs> but I think the the biggest thing to me is like we can argue about stuff, and I'd be like, "What is we arguing about?" Right. You know what I mean? And that friendship thing just snaps in so quick for right. us. Of like, no, it's your fault. No, no, right. nigga, it's you. Can you. Laugh about it, like right. you can laugh about it and joke about it and be like, like what you tripping for? What you? What's wrong with you? Like, what's going you on? A, you need a nap. You need a nap? What's up? Is you yeah. hungry? Like, right. what's going on? Like, let's talk about it. Because you know Dev going get through you it. A or something. Dev used I... to go, we would argue, and Dev would go get a Kit Kat or something like that, or some Reese's. Yeah, My Reese's. My candy's too, Reese's. Yeah. Reese's and a Mountain Dew. And he'd be like, now listen here. I'm going to need you to get together. I don't know what we arguing about. And I literally would just bust out laughing because I'm like, I honestly don't even know what we arguing about either. Hey, that candy, hey, it'll break it. I don't even know if it was the candy. <laughs> it's just the the giving each other the space and understanding that that friendship is still there of like, okay, right. what we were just arguing about was real stupid, right. real petty. Like, what's really wrong? Like, let's get to the real, what's the real reason why you said that in the first place. You right. know what I mean? Right. So I just wanted to talk about that a little bit, even though you got it wrong. But you got it kind of right, but it was... God <laughs> is number one in my life and number one in Don't our family. It. Don't fix it. I was so, just going to say, that you, what you elaborated so on, fix it all. At the end of the day, friendship will really come number two. Oh. <laughs> but... You're right about that, though, because God got to come first. But yeah, so I feel 
feel like that wraps up the first episode, Mr. Lee. You did a good job, man. I think you did great. <laughs> I think you did great. Well, I think we can close this episode by saying happy anniversary. Definitely happy anniversary. And, and I, I love think you. I love you. And I think that we have a lot more to come. For sure. A lot more years to come. I don't know about a lot more children, but I know a lot more years to come. At least one more. Jesus, praise his name, Father (laughs) God. That's how folks say something about kids. My uterus start hurting. Like, it literally, like, aches. Well, the thing about it is, like, you know me, like, I wanted the Huxtable family. And and now it's with with Preston. I don't necessarily want the Huxtable family. (laughs) I really would be happy. I love him to death, but I really would be happy with just him. But I understand looking at the future of like the bigger picture, the bigger picture of having a sibling. And I just see like our families when they get together and, you know, we're older. It's like it's fun to have your your brother around and and different things like that. And and then when he has kids, you know, they'll have an uncle and aunties. So it's exciting for that in the future. Jesus. But I I'm just like you. I'm not really ready to go back and start a grind. Praise Jesus. <laughs> so, My but, God. But you know, I'm I'm kinda So just to clarify and clear that up, ain't no babies over here right now. Okay. I'm just curious what the next one was twins. We're gonna end this episode because he's playing with me. <laughs> Don't play with me. We love you guys. Thanks for listening in. We have so much more to to give you guys. We have some guests coming and a lot of just great content. So Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Peace. Peace.